Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg. And welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast. I am Lee, and with me is Todd. As always, Todd, how are you in South Florida? I am well indeed, Lee. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well as well. The leaves have started turning here, but that's from saltwater intrusion. So, Do you have leaves in South I'm going to keep doing this. Do you have leaves in South Florida? Or I thought they were all pine trees. Pine trees? No, 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 no. Palm trees. There we go. Palm trees, yes. It's the palm fronds. They turn, they turn brown and fall off and occasionally kill people. Not too often, though. I remember, yeah, I remember when I lived in, in South Carolina, there was uh, near the coast. There were no trees to for the leaves to change unless you drove inland. But it, Florida, you don't have any of those trees, right? You just kind of you just kind of have to drive to Florida, uh, Georgia, I guess, right? Yes, we have to drive to Georgia. Did you drive to or Georgia? That's a waste. Hey, let's look at that one tree. Let's drive back. That's a waste of gas. But... You could take the midnight train, too. That would be more fun. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Gladys Knight, what the f is wrong with Kanye West? <laughs> seriously, what is he? Is he got a? Is he got a screw loose? I yes. mean, because seriously, I think well, I think it's pretty evident that he has mental health issues. He's the musical musical equivalent of Herschel Walker, I believe. <laughs> is he that bad though? Is he really that bad? Has Kanye flashed oh, yeah. his uh, bubblegum dispenser badge to everybody? Well, I mean, he's been anti-Semitic this week. Did you see his recent yeah, comments? Yeah. This is a Seahawks show, by the way. His recent comments about uh, uh, he that he said uh, Quentin Tarantino stole the idea of Django Unchained from him. That came out this week. <laughs> yeah, he's he needs some serious therapy. But you know what? Could be worse. He could be Ezra Miller. He could be a flat criminal. So there you go. Yeah, I uh, Saturday Night Live this past week had a had a one of their scenes had a little joke about Ezra Miller's uh, oh uh, what do you call him publicist and like and they're just how overworked <laughs> they were. Yeah. I think uh, that guy man. he has mental issues. Uh, I think they all have kind oh, of mental issues. Clearly, clearly he does. I you know, and we will eventually start talking about the Seahawks, but it, it's. It's incredible to me that Warner Brothers has canceled so many, so many shows because they want tax write-offs. It's like I'm sure Flashpoint probably costs like a quarter of a billion dollars. It's like that's a huge tax write-off. Do you really want to release a movie <laughs> with this guy as the star? Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, exactly. That's the first thing you ask. Or and they're talking about recasting. I'm sure for future projects, but you know. Well, you know who likes to cancel stuff? Subway. They canceled the dangerous uh, sandwich because uh, Russell Wilson is uh, – people are making fun of him. It's the danger witch. you got to get it right, the danger witch. I literally had – 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I had never heard of it until the, now. There's I had neither canceled yeah. it, and supposedly they actually stopped selling it back in August anyway. And it's like, okay, yeah. maybe they didn't have much faith in him. Yeah, well, I, their their lack of faith was well placed. So, I uh, I literally had a conversation with someone this week, um, and and you know we've written articles about it at twelfthmanrising.com, but I had a, a a conversation with a gentleman this week. And he was saying, hey, I'm somebody I've known for years who I I work my day job with, um, who actually is an upper management, but super amazingly nice guy. Very down to earth. But he said, yeah, I thought of you this week because, um, you know, I was watching Russell Wilson and uh, last Thursday, right? Whoever they were playing. They lost the Chargers, actually. Um, And he was like, oh, Russell Wilson was like, how do you, you know, how are are Seahawks fans? And I was like, you know, it's it's funny. And I gave him the whole rundown of Gino versus Russell. I said, the funny yeah. thing is it's gotten to the season. It's like where I thought I'd never say this sentence, but it's 100% true, which is the Seahawks should be fine as long as Gino Smith doesn't get hurt. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that, but that is 100,000% the case. Who, whoever thought that Gino Smith would be not the better, but by far the better quarterback. This season. This season, I'll tell you, three people: John Schneider, Pete Carroll, and Geno Smith. Well, yeah, that's accurate, and probably a lot of the Seahawks players themselves. But yeah, we didn't. I mean, I was against the whole concept of bringing in somebody else instead of Geno, but not because I thought Geno was going to be great, because I thought he would be good enough, and we didn't need to spend the kind of money to get in some other kind of quarterback. But dude has been—he uh, hasn't been spectacular. But for a guy, not every week, but some weeks he has, but f- overall, but for a guy who didn't actually start a, a game as the, the official starter since what, for like, what, six years, yeah. he's been spectacular. Yep. No, but I don't think, I don't know if even Gino expected to, to be, well, I guess he did, but yeah, he's been, been, it's not weekend, like week in, week out, I can speak. Week in, week out. He hasn't been spectacular week in, week out, but he's never been bad. No, I mean, even last week. Right, exactly. That's why they won. Russell Wilson would have, they wouldn't have won that game. I, I, I agree. Because he would have done the stupid crap. And you talked about it and you wrote about it. Because I, we had nobody read it. it. I guess quite a That's true. I, I wrote just, it, but nobody wrote back. <laughs> nice callback, sir. Um, but we were talking about how Russ was struggling so much last year, and you were saying it's like hey, actually he's been struggling for like since the last half of the 2020 season, and he was. You go back and look, and it's like there's a major drop off, and it's the same thing he's doing in Denver. <clears throat> Denver has a lot of problems other than Russell Wilson. Like they have a coach who apparently has never seen a football game. <laughs> that could be part of the problem. <clears throat> but. So he's simp- he's definitely amplifying Russ's problems, and we will talk more about actual Seahawks, current Seahawks at some point. But it relates because of the, as you're about to get to probably because of the draft. Yeah, the draft. Russ is doing the same things he's been doing for the past year and a half, two years in Seattle. He's missing wide open receivers. He's overthrowing receivers by ten yards. He doesn't see the field. It's it's interesting, and and. It definitely benefits us because, again, we've talked about several times. We, I would be thrilled if Russ won the MVP or at least gets a damn vote for once in his career. That's still just as mind-boggling that he never got an MVP vote. But 
But as long as the Broncos lose, I'm happy because our draft picks are better. The worse the Broncos do. Mm-hmm. Like Russ could throw for 6,000 yards and 52 touchdowns and three picks. And if the Broncos somehow still went like five, five and 12, is that the number now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 12. weird math. Yeah. I would be thrilled. And, and if what it takes for the Broncos to go five and 12 or whatever sad record they wind up with. And if Russ has to play poorly for that to happen, well, okay, I'm sorry, Russ. But, dude, you made that bed. You're the one who wanted the huge contract. And Broncos fans are starting to moan, as they should, mm-hmm. because next year he is slightly over 25% of their cap. That is why the Hawks moved on from him, because they knew he wanted that kind of money, and they weren't willing to do that. Yep. And, and the funny thing is, sorry to jump, kind of piggyback on that, is the one the Broncos have a really good defense, but yes. because he's eating up so much of the cap, they're going to start losing some of those pieces on defense, and the yes. offense may not be much better. Yep, exactly. And I'm not saying I'm not about to to walk around as I am and say it's like, hey, I always was for them moving on from Russell. I was always with us staying with Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, yeah. I probably wrote 10 articles saying, oh, man, they can't trade Russ. There's like, how could they possibly trade Russ? Anyone who says they're going to trade Russ is crazy. Yeah. And then they traded Russ. They're like, okay, well, I guess I'm eating crow. But then the more you think we all about were, it. Like, we all were. Yeah, yeah. But then the more you think about it, it's like it wasn't Russ's performance. It was Russ's contract. It was always about Russ's next contract. Right. And if his performance had held up the way it was, they might have kept Russ if he was playing like he was five years ago. Even if they knew it was like there's a quarter of our cap, I don't think they would have because, like you said, it's like – and that's been the problem with Russ the whole time is he would say – and this is the last thing I'm going to say about someone who's not currently playing for the Seahawks. He would say, "Is like, I need a better team around me. I need more offensive linemen, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, there have been some players in the NFL who took less money, so there would be more money for the team. Russ has yeah. not been and one Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and because it's um Tom Brady we're talking about if you don't know, but um not Aaron Rodgers. But uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's still it and and we are talk about Russell Wilson because this season how he plays matters. And yeah. because because of the Seahawks um I mean they're 3 and 3, they could be 4 and 2. They they still are in a better position than most people thought especially yeah. after week two when they got annihilated. Now it doesn't look too bad because the 49ers defense is just crazy good. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where, you know, I expect the Seahawks may end up, we can't finish 500 anymore, but it could be eight and nine. But it it, I, it matters because to, uh, the Seahawks may have, they may have a top 10 pick that obviously is Denver's because yeah. Russell's kind of doing the same thing he did in Seattle it's great to show up every week and play every week, but sometimes your pride gets in the way of what's better for the team. Yeah. This guy has an injured shoulder and injured hamstring, and he's still questionable because you, the only reason he's questionable is he's going to Nathaniel Hackett, who has no power in Denver at this point, right. saying, man, I, I think I can play. I think I can play. If he plays, he hurts the team, period. He can't no. move, and he can't throw. Let the backup play. Sorry if you lose. Exactly. You're going to lose anyway, probably. I mean, the Jets... They play the Jets, which sounds crazy. And the, the Broncos defense, and we're again, we're only talking about this because we kind of want the Broncos to lose every game the rest of the season, so the Seahawks get a better yeah. pick. Exactly. But the, the Jets don't have a great offense, but that defense 
they're going to annihilate Russell Wilson if he plays. They will. I period that defensive line. Look what they did to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, to be to be fair to Hackett, and it's hard to be fair to Hackett because there's not much there to there's not much to support. But he, he is. Hold on, me. hold on. I got to defend him. He is a fantastic NFL coach for 58 minutes of the game. <laughs> he, he can't prep, but once you get him in the game, except for those last two minutes, they're fine. Russell Wilson did the same thing to Pete Carroll last year. He was in no way shape or form or any other any other word you want to use there ready to come back he he clearly was not ready to come back and why they didn't bench him at the half of his first game back when he was clearly terrible and say dude well he was he was great in the first he was 10 of 10 and then finished what seven of five, uh, seven it was something five, horrible he was five of 12 and i think he had yeah, like 15 Literally, he had 15 yards passing in the second half of that last game that the Denver yeah, I mean, played. But I'm talking about, you know, last year's like, oh, I got he you. put pressure on Pete, you know, and it's like, and it's like, he clearly wasn't ready. And, and you know, once he's actually playing, like, you have to realize it's like, I, I don't care if you're Russell Wilson, you can't play. And that's on the coaches. I don't care how much pressure this guy's put on you. I don't care how great he's been. When he's playing that badly, you know something's wrong. And I'm sure they just thought, well, He'll shake it off. And it's like, and he didn't for three games. But, right. you know, so if, if Pete Carroll can be swayed by Russ, Hackett's got no chance. Because like you said, he has no power anyway. Right. So that's a few things that's out of Hackett's control. Yeah, I wish they'd let, let Gino have, which they, it was funny because Pete had said, Pete said what, after week three, he was like, you know, one thing we need to do is we need to just trust Gino more. And they've, and they've done that. They didn't, they Trusting Gino is twofold. Sure. Yeah, it, yeah, it goes it goes to how he played against the Lions, but it also goes to how he played against the Cardinals. They trusted him not to lose the game. He, he still took some chances. Yes. I mean, DK dropped a couple of balls. That one ball yeah. that he threw in the end zone was incomplete. Should have been caught. It should have been a touchdown. Yes. And he That's he DK. led. Yeah, exactly. What, what have we seen the last? several years, two years at least, with Russell Wilson in the second half. When a team, the the Seahawks had that, whatever it was, I don't know what's going on with the, the punting, punting game. When he punts it, fine. When he doesn't, uh, problems happen. Yeah. They got cut to 12 to 9, and what happened, Gino immediately drove the team the next drive. That, that hasn't happened yeah. with Russell Wilson. That happened with Gino. And it, he got yeah. them back to 19 to 9, and you felt like, this defense, because of two over. rookie corners at least, what's that? Yeah, and the game was over at that point. It was over. How well the defense was playing for the first time all year. Yeah, and the Cardinals came back four days later and scored. I know they two of them were pick sixes, but they scored twenty eight points, and they scored three against Seattle. And, and the defense has been atrocious. We're not standing up for this defense, but the defense whatever reason uh, without Al Woods was, was weird. Puna Ford had a, he just balled out. And, but Tariq Willen and Kobe, Tariq Willen has four picks tied for the league lead. Kobe Bryant's forced four fumbles this year, which is leading the league. The rookies yeah. are, the rookies are badass. I mean, yeah, this, they, this, this group is good enough as you wrote about and feel free to run with this, but 
the these this rookie class is so good that it's like okay they that maybe they'll hit a wall hopefully not all together 10 11 games fine but what we're doing is two three years down the road these guys are getting yes. the team back to the playoffs and probably a deep playoff run because they are once again built on the defensive side from the back end up and Bryant makes mistakes but he he knows you can see the way he forced that Kyler Murray fumble when he's done this. Yeah. He, he punches that ball out, and Woolen is just a freaking beast. Yeah. Bryant plays. They're both very aware of, of where they are. Bryant, even more so. Like, every game, he's getting better and better. And this there's an article in another major uh, carrier, purveyor. Jersey Sporting News. Yeah, it was not Jersey Sporting News this time. But and there was there were it was an article about Bryant and said that he literally in his entire college career he had played he'd played two percent of his snaps as the slot corner. Two percent. And here he is in the NFL learning on the job. And so of course he's rookies are gonna get burned, rookies are gonna get mistakes. Woolen has made some mistakes too, of course. And so far Has he? No, I'm I'm joking. He did in week <laughs> one. Since then Yeah, yeah exactly, right. And, and Wollen has been outplaying Bryant as far as, uh, you know, his passer rating against all the rest of it, clearly. But I wouldn't be surprised by the end of the season if Bryant hasn't caught him or maybe even passed him because he's literally getting better every single week. He is. He's forcing turnovers, which is like that's the, the one of the best possible stats of any defense is like, who cares if the other team ran up 450 yards on you? If you force three turnovers, you probably won the game anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing with the Hawks. That's what we saw in the very first game. Gave up a crap ton of yardage, but we had those two turnovers. Yep. And we're seeing it again. A lot of it is they played a lot of dime last week. A lot less Cody Barton. And and I don't think it's that Cody Barton, and I wrote briefly about this, touching on, you know, was, oh, is it Michael Irvin back with the team, even though he didn't play? Six, six million views on that article on the, the 15... Uh, page article had 300 views so yeah it took me took me a lot of clicks on that one but uh <laughs> but i don't think it's that cody barton can't play it's like last year he was in a 4-3 defense this year it's 3-4 and there's a lot of differences there and puna ford is another person this didn't show up didn't show up until week six yeah and it's like elwood is out puna ford's got to take that spot and they moved him out wide more and it's like Interesting. Yep. Now, Three tackles for loss and a sack. So it, it's taken a lot of adjustment for several of these players to, to make this transition from the 4-3 to the 3-4. And I think I really think that's Barton's situation much more than anybody else. And that's his issue. It's not like he suddenly forgot how to play or something, but he's been out of position. He's not recognizing things. And it's because he's it's a completely different scheme for him. Hopefully, he'll adjust to that. But, you know, the more dime they play, if it continues to be successful. And- Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the problem with losing Jamal Adams. 
this is what they were going to do a lot of to begin with. Yeah, and to just interject real fast, that microphone probably got really hot, and it's like, oh, Lee's yelling at us. Just interject real fast. Um, Ryan Neal finally yes. is getting some playing time, like he did two weeks ago. He got more uh, this past week. He is doing what Jamal Adams was expected to do, which they obviously clearly didn't trust Josh Jones to do. And right. now Neil is, he got the sack. He He's yeah. able to do more Jamal Adams type things than Josh Jones is. He, is he a perfect player? No, but I, I do blame the Seahawks defensive coaching staff for having those three weeks where, Oh, let's go with Josh Jones instead of Ryan Neal. When you knew what Ryan Neal could already do, or maybe this new, new Sean Desai didn't know, you know? Um, and, but now that they've got Ryan Neal back, I mean, they were really good against maybe, you know, they weren't great against the Lions. And I, I like to say, well, it's because of the Lions offense and they got shut out the next week by the Patriots. But I mean, the Lions are pretty good offensively, right? Yeah. Putting Ryan Neal needed to play the whole time. This defense may have looked yes. a little bit better than it has. Yeah, I agree. And, but you know, it's going to take time to sort out the defense and as long as you figure it out and it seems they've figured it out now do i think they're gonna hold the chargers to three points <laughs> yeah they could give up yeah. 45 points to the chargers yeah on I, don't Sunday. Think gonna, I don't think they're gonna hold the chargers to three points the, the defensive problems have not been solved but when you record six sacks and three of them by your interior lineman and, yeah legit sacks not oh yes. we accidentally sacked this guy because nobody was open they were legit yeah, I mean, that was a much, much better defense, especially because Kyler Murray is kind of mobile, like one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, so. oh, I'm glad you pointed that out because they ended up with, what, 315 total yards or whatever? And how much? Uh, 78 of them were on that first drive because he had that one long run. After that, they yeah. didn't crap. Yep. So hopefully they've turned the corner and they figured it out. A lot of, I mean, and of course it depends on the team, obviously, you know, it depends on the schemes they're running, but a lot of dime makes, makes sense in the pass happy NFL. And I, I think they were forced away from that when they lost, when they lost Adams and they, and it took them a while to realize, oh yeah, Neil can play. We forgot about that. <clears throat> I mean, granted, they've got Josh Jones back in again on the dime, but he's not playing Adams role, which makes a big difference. Right. He's probably, he's probably okay in coverage when it's not single coverage a lot of times i mean it, you know it works in time you know one thing I, f I totally forgot about is that trey brown actually looked decent in his rookie yeah. season he's been hurt he actually could come back pretty soon and then you'd have that would be brown fantastic. woolen and bryant the 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 issue with the defense going forward is that they do play a lot of young players i mean it could be that woolen and bryant hit a wall at some point, and and they're going to be up and down. Well, I don't know if Woolen is, but they're going to be up and down. <laughs> that guy just keeps, seems to keep getting better every week too. Yeah. Um. But the defense is going to because their team is overall so young. I mean, think about how many rookies are playing positive, yeah. prominent roles currently. You got Bryant, Woolen, Ken Walker looked good. I mean, yeah, I mean, did. I don't know the Abe Lucas. Abe Lucas has been a beast, especially against the run. Charles Cross. You've got a whole Boye Mafe is probably going to get a little bit more playing time as the season goes on. You got so many, and I'm probably forgetting one. You've got so many rookies on this team that are playing prominent, again, positive roles. They're not just thrown out there, hey, here's some playing time. They're actually performing at a high level. This team yeah. 
again, what did we expect? You know, this uh, national pundits, oh, it's a four or five win team. It's not going to be. It, it may not win more than eight because it's going to be up and down literally every week, it seems like. But yeah. next year. Next year, exactly. This next year is the biggest question. Yeah. Oh, and the biggest question could be, well, if Gino keeps us up all year, he's got to come yeah. back next year, right? He does. He has to. Yeah, this is regardless of who they get in next year's draft. And as long as they don't screw it up and no reason to think they're going to screw it up, considering what they did with this year's draft, not even counting any talent they get in next year. Next year, this is a playoff team with the personnel they have right now. Easily. Yeah. Heck, it could be a playoff team this year, accidentally, because everybody, Possibly, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the 49ers made a move to get Christian McCaffrey and, and the yeah. Rams traded. Did they trade for Brian Burns or did I make that up? I think they traded for him. Nobody's really talking about that now, but um, I believe they did. They're making moves, but the 49ers draft, in air quotes, you can't see, uh, doesn't <laughs> exist next year, basically. Um, right. So I mean, they're McCaffrey's only 26, but man, he gets hurt all the time. So it could be in two years the 49ers are like, they're still they're they're a well-run organization, so they're probably still going to be okay. But they may not be. They're they may be business. a little bit worse. Yeah, I mean, they may not. And the Rams are like, again, I don't know how they keep doing it without any draft picks, but eventually that's going to run out of time. We've seen that in sports history. You can be right. good for a few years and then eventually just you're bad. The Cardinals are just, they have Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. They're going to be who they are, the same team they are now. They're going to be maybe yeah. slightly better than decent, but Murray is not a good quarterback in the postseason. Cliff Kingsbury will probably be fired. Well, Kyler Murray is still a quarterback there, I'm sure. But this Seahawks team, where they are, three and three, tied in the top of the NFC West currently, which is that's nothing to break about. Everybody's three and three, right? But but again, this is all about the future, right? So in two or three years, this Seahawks team is going to get better, and they're already in a decent position. They don't have anybody that's coming up. They paid DK. Tyler yeah. is who he is. They don't have anybody coming up where it's like, wow, they're going to lose that guy. They lost the guys this, this offseason. They lost Wilson. Yes. They lost Ra Wagner. This seems yeah. going to be better. It will be better. And how often have we talked about, I mean, this has been a theme for most of the offseason, too, is like so many fans and a lot of national media, they act like this is the final year of the NFL. It's like <laughs> you're not playing for one season. You're not planning for one season. Teams that do that, they, the Lions are a perfect example, you know. Like or for a long time the Browns too is like oh we got to do this to win now and it's like and they do make stupid moves and if even if the moves pan out it costs them in the long run uh, yep. and that's exactly what's going on with the Niners is like it scares me that they got McCaffrey oh because if he stays healthy that guy is probably the best back in the league but that's the issue he he only played nine games in the past two seasons so yep. far he's been fine. And honestly, I hope he stays healthy all year because you've said it. How many times have you said it? You don't want to be the team when they're down. You want to be their best personnel because that tells yeah, you. Yeah, their percent. Yep. So, you know, hopefully. He no stays excuses. But, but that's a big risk. Yeah. That's a big risk to McCaffrey. We'll end the show on two non-Seahawks stuff. So if you're only here for the Seahawks stuff, thank you for listening. 12 man riding. <laughs> Get out but of here. We're gonna, to, one is a football-related thing and one is not. But um, we'll start with the football-related thing because it, it just kind of reminded me of you don't want any excuses. You want to beat a team as they are. And we saw 
and we're kind of in that area. But I think nationally, I've heard just the game, what we saw between Tennessee and Alabama this past weekend <laughs> was just a phenomenal game. Oh, and and I, and they talked about it on college game day, Saturday, week eight of the college football season, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, it's nine months down the road. It's still college eight or week eight of the college football season. But they they talked in depth about how, you know, usually if Alabama gets beat, um, you know, maybe they they blew a coverage or blew a few coverages and an accident happened. And they said they just got beat. They got out coached and and. You got it. Josh Heupel, who has a, a as a coach, not a head coach, but in a coaching career against Nick Saban, has a winning record. He just he and it kind of goes back to the Seahawks because they are who they are. And Pete Carroll is who he is. And that's how it's going to stay. And that's a good thing. And yeah. Josh Heupel doesn't he doesn't do anything that's like, oh, this is all gimmicky, kind of like Mike Leach. He's like, yeah. this is what we're running. This is what we're going to do. If it's fourth and five and we're going to go for it, we're going to go for it. I'm not changing. I don't care if you're Alabama. I don't care if you're T. Martin. This is what we're doing. You stop us if you can. And and they, yep. And this guy in a year and a half has made this a number three team. And Hendon Hooker is one of those guys who may, he's going to be available in the draft next year. He probably will fall to round two. Um, He, that guy's perfect for that system. And he's, definitely got some arm talent we were talking about it in the 12th man rising somebody created a chain if you have an iphone and somebody during the game i'll tell you about the game in a minute but during the game somebody uh texted to the group young's really good and so i saw that a little bit later because i was at a wedding i didn't see the game (laughs) but i said so is hooker I, let's not forget Hendon Hooker. Maybe he's a product of the yeah. system, but if you want an NFL quarterback who's going to run around an extremely accurate arm, yeah. I mean, you could do worse. And he did something that if the Seahawks end up drafting Hendon Hooker, he did something at the end of that game where a few quarterbacks do because he had the he had the system to do it, but he also had the the confidence to do it, which is, okay, they just missed a field goal. We've got to get so many yards and what 19 seconds or whatever it was yeah he he backed up he was calm in the pocket he hit a guy boom done second play stood in the pocket calmly threw the ball boom got him in field goal range and they kicked the field goal and that's exactly what you want from an nfl quarterback nowadays you need that kind of lamar jackson is not the best thrower ever far from it but he knows how to run a, a team. Is it going to win in the postseason? I don't know. That's up to the whole team. But Lamar Jackson is going to do his thing. But I just I the thing that made it great is you had a coach who's like and he's won with defense before, as we've seen. Right. Yeah. But his offensive system, he's like, beat it if you can. And that kind of confidence is the same thing that Pete Carroll instills in most of his teams. This is who we are. Beat us yeah. if you can. That's the thing. You have to play. I mean, yeah, you do have to be aware of what the other team is going to do. You have to be aware of their tendencies and take advantage of their weaknesses. But you've got to play to your strengths. You can't like, oh, we're we can't run the ball because they're hard. They're tough against the yeah. run. No, you really commit to running the ball then. How many, how many times over the last two years, especially defensively for the Seahawks, have they let the other team dictate play? And that's exactly the opposite of what, especially yeah. Tennessee offensively and defensively, they're a lot better than they were. But offensively, they don't care who you are. We are going to dictate the pace of play. 
UT Martin, I mean, it's kind of weird because they're a number three team in the country. UT Martin actually scores a bunch of points. But as somebody pointed out, even before the Alabama game, if you are not a top college football team with a great defense, Heupel does not change. He puts the backup in. They run the same offense. The reason that UT, coming down from a game after the Alabama game, the reason they're going to squash UT Martin is because that dictate they dictate the offensive tempo and that's not going to change whoever they are and that's exactly what the Seahawks need to do more defensively like they used to do exactly and I think they will because I mean you look at the mistakes Kobe Bryant well the mistake basically Kobe Bryant has made right he was being aggressive those two corners Woolen and Bryant they're two of the most aggressive corners in the league yeah 100 percent that's why they're leading the league in takeaways, those two guys. Yeah. And, but the, and that's not, I guarantee you, they're not freelancing. <laughs> you know, it's like. No, well, and, that, and that interception against the Cardinals won't just manned up against that guy. Like yeah. you throw the ball. Oh, yeah. I, and somebody said, somebody, I tweeted it. I was like, well, it makes another interception. They were like, you should have knocked it down. Why? They have one timeout left. It doesn't matter where you are on the field. In fact, yeah. if anything, if they don't pick up a first down after he knocks the ball down and they start on the 45 of the Cardinals, the Cardinals have better field position than if he had intercepted it and then they punt the ball. There's nothing wrong with a rookie or any cornerback in that position making that interception because he, yeah, it would have been fourth, it would have been the end of the drive for the Cardinals, but it doesn't matter with one timeout left where the Seahawks, they could have started on their own 10. It's using the clock has nothing to do with field position at that point. Yeah, exactly. And Clint hurt wants an aggressive. Obviously he wants an aggressive defense. That's why in part of the problem with the defense has been that they've been so aggressive and they've gotten burned, but they're adjusting. They're figuring it out. Neil Ryan Neal back there is helping a lot too. So yeah, I'm, I like the fact that they're playing aggressively because I mean, you have to be aggressive. You have to have an aggressive defense in the NFL to win. And you're going to get burned, and you're going to have to take time to learn. But they have a lot of young players on that defense, aside from even the rookies. So one reason why I'm excited to see uh, Bruce Irvin hopefully hit the field. Because yep. Hopefully. Even though he's obviously older, I think he'll 67 years old. He's 67. And like I said, he, he has almost as many career sacks as the entire – Seahawks defense. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, so the guy knows how to play. So we'll, we'll see yeah. what happens with that. So we'll end it quickly with this one tidbit. Another football player, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I'm seeing uh, Black Adam later today, which kind of sucks because if you're listening to this in 10 months, that means I've seen Black Adam literally every day for 10 months. Hopefully it's good. Todd has seen it, though. Todd, uh, do you agree that Dwayne Johnson was the greatest University of Miami football player ever. As far as those, as far as the people in that movie, (laughs) as far as the people in that movie, I don't believe Aldous Hodge ever played for the University of Miami. So yes, I would say, and, and, uh, trying to think uh, if any of the other actors play. No, I think he's the only University of Miami player in this movie. Who's no, he was, doesn't Jimmy Johnson play Lex Luthor in the film? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. Jimmy Johnson would be a great Lex Luthor. Um, 
it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. It's a popcorn movie. It's a bubblegum movie. It 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 suffers from some of the DC. Oh, we don't we ran out of our budget, so we're gonna make these special effects kind of quick and dark. But there's only one sequence like that. The rest of the special effects are really well done, and that's well done. It's just like, that's good. It's kind of an obvious. Oh, uh, let's make this so fast-paced you can't really see that it's not as good as it should be. But the rest of it is really good. Dwayne Johnson is good. There's one blurb described it as, oh, this is a dismal action comedy. And it's like, it's an action comedy? I didn't even get that <laughs> that vibe at all from the trailer. And it's not an action comedy. It has some humor in it, like Marvel movies have humor in it. But it's not overdone to any bit. And frankly, it's about time DC movies had some humor in them, right? So, yeah, it was yeah. fun. Uh, it was also one of the things I really appreciated is it's not full of little quips from The Rock like you expect him like in almost all his films. Right, right. That's uh, that's a a definite uh, improvement because that doesn't fit this character, doesn't fit the movie. He has a few lo- funny lines for sure, but they're they're more subtle, which which totally fits. So the the biggest question is, does he live at the end? Does who live at the end? The a, a, Adam Black. <laughs> Adam Sandler, yes. A, Adam, him? Hey, I can you see know, if they had, Sandler. If they had made Black Adam as Adam with Adam Sandler, that would have been. Mm. Yeah, that would have been horrifying for so <laughs> many reasons. So um, yeah, does does uh, Mr. Mr. Adam does he live at the end of the film? I'm I'm making that kind of tongue in cheek because it's a superhero <laughs> film. Why would you do a one off? Um, and superheroes, they would come back anyway. Um, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun flick. I don't think so you're not telling me that means he dies at the end. He does. Actually, he dies several times. Um, okay. Actually, he comes back well, from the death, I guess. Anyway. Well, yeah, at the very beginning of the film, he comes back from. Anyway, so uh, not much of a spoiler there. But anyway, yeah, it's fun and it has some. Has a, they're not even cameos, but they're small roles that were kind of. Cameo like, does all the music for it. That like, that's interesting. That would have been a five-star film. It's just like two songs. It's like Cherry <laughs> and then Word Up. Word it's Up. Like the whole film, nothing but Word Up. This is on a that's, loop. That's, that would be funny if like that's that's going throughout the entire film. Like it's actually an art film. Like people, oh, it's stupid, but it's like there's lots of like Tom Waits is in it somewhere. Andy Warhol presents DC's Black Adam. <laughs> Eight-hour film. He just sleeps <laughs> the whole time. What the hell have I gotten into? I paid eighteen dollars for this crap. Um, yeah, it's fun. Said. <laughs> Why are you the worst? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.